Today is the 15th day of October. Welcome to PsalmsCast. I am Denise. It's great to be here with you today as we close in on completing, almost completing, another week. I guess I shouldn't just go into my how time is flying thing. It honestly boggles my mind when we near the end of a week and I'm like, wait a second, it's already mid-October. That's crazy. But it is also a reality. So here we are in the middle of the month as we strive forward this day to finish this week strong. If you are new to this daily reading of the Psalms, welcome. Sit back and allow God's Word to pour into your life. Are you ready? Today we are going to be journeying through Psalm 15, Psalm 45, Psalm 75, Psalm 105, and Psalm 135. We are reading from the Living Bible. But before heading out, let's do as we do every day and check in with the Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this gift. Thank you for the gift of your word. We desire to draw near to you right now. We are looking to you. We need comfort. We need to know which direction you would have us to walk in. And we need your wisdom because everything is sort of kind of confusing right now. But we know that you are present and that you are hearing our prayers and you know what's in our heart. You generously are offering us mercy and grace And it's new to us and available to us every day, all day. And we thank you for this. As we journey into your living words, spark joy inside of us. Infuse us with your peace, a peace that surpasses anything of man. We open our minds and we open our hearts to you. We deeply desire that your Holy Spirit would be working within us, transforming us into the person that you desire us to be. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey today. Psalm 15, a Psalm of David. Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? Those who lead blameless lives and do what is right, speaking the truth from sincere hearts. Those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbors or speak evil of their friends. Those who despise flagrant sinners and honor the faithful followers of the Lord and keep their promises even when it hurts. Those who lend money without charging interest and who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent. Such people will stand firm forever. Psalm 45 Beautiful words stir my heart. I will recite a lovely poem about the king, for my tongue is like the pen of a skillful poet. You are the most handsome of all. Gracious words stream from your lips. God himself has blessed you forever. Put on your sword, O mighty warrior. You are so glorious, so majestic. In your majesty, ride out to victory, defending truth, humility, and justice. Go forth to perform awe-inspired deeds. Your arrows are sharp, piercing your enemies' hearts. The nations fall beneath your feet. Your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. You rule with a scepter of justice. 
You love justice and hate evil. Therefore God, your God, has anointed you, pouring out the oil of joy on you more than on anyone else. Myrrh, aloes, and cassia perfume your robes. In ivory palaces, the music of strings entertains you. King's daughters are among your noble women. At your right side stands the queen, wearing jewelry of finest gold from Ophir. Listen to me, O royal daughter. Take to heart what I say. Forget your people and your family far away. For your royal husband delights in your beauty. Honor him, for he is your lord. The princess of Tyre will shower you with gifts. The wealthy will beg your favor. The bride, a princess, looks glorious in her golden gown. In her beautiful robes, she is led to the king, accompanied by her bridesmaids. What a joyful and enthusiastic procession as they enter the king's palace. Your sons will become kings like their father. You will make them rulers over many lands. I will bring honor to your name in every generation. Therefore, the nations will praise you forever and ever. Psalm 75 We thank you, O God. We give thanks because you are near. People everywhere tell of your wonderful deeds. God says, At the time I have planned, I will bring justice against the wicked. When the earth quakes and its people live in turmoil, I am the one who keeps its foundations firm. I warned the proud, stop your boasting. I told the wicked, don't raise your fists. Don't raise your fists in defiance at the heavens or speak with such arrogance. For no one on earth from east or west or even from the wilderness shall raise a defiant fist. It is God alone who judges. He decides who will rise and who will fall. For the Lord holds a cup in his hand that is full of foaming wine mixed with spices. He pours out the wine in judgment, and all the wicked must drink it, draining it to its dregs. But as for me, I will always proclaim what God has done. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. For God says, I will break the strength of the wicked, but I will increase the power of the godly. Psalm 105 Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim His greatness. Let the whole earth know what He has done. Sing to Him, yes, sing His praises. Tell everyone about His wonderful deeds. Exult in His holy name. Rejoice, you who worship the Lord. Search for the Lord and for His strength. Continually seek Him. Remember the wonders He has performed, His miracles and the rulings He has given, you children of His servant Abraham, you descendants of Jacob, His chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His justice is seen throughout the land. He always stands by His covenant, the commitment He made to a thousand generations. This is the covenant He made with Abraham and the oath He swore to Isaac. He confirmed it to Jacob as a decree and to the people of Israel as a never-ending covenant. I will give you the land of Canaan as your special possession. He said this when they were few in number. 
a tiny group of strangers in Canaan. They wandered from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another. Yet he did not let anyone oppress them. He warned kings on their behalf, Do not touch my chosen people and do not hurt my prophets. He called for a famine on the land of Canaan, cutting off its food supply. Then he sent someone to Egypt ahead of them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They bruised his feet with fetters and placed his neck in an iron collar. Until the time came to fulfill his dreams, the Lord tested Jacob's character. Then Pharaoh sent for him and set him free. The ruler of the nation opened his prison door. Joseph was put in charge of all the king's household. He became ruler over all the king's possessions. He could instruct the king's aides as he pleased and teach the king's advisors. Then Israel arrived in Egypt. Jacob lived as a foreigner in the land of Ham, and the Lord multiplied the people of Israel until they became too mighty for their enemies. Then he turned the Egyptians against the Israelites, and they plotted against the Lord's servants. But the Lord sent his servant Moses along with Aaron, whom he had chosen. They performed miraculous signs among the Egyptians and wonders in the land of Ham. The Lord blanketed Egypt in darkness, for they had defied his commands to let his people go. He turned their water into blood, poisoning all the fish. Then frogs overran the land and even invaded the king's bedrooms. When the Lord spoke, flies descended on the Egyptians, and gnats swarmed across Egypt. He sent them hail instead of rain, and lightning flashed over the land. He ruined their grapevines and fig trees, and shattered all the trees. He spoke, and hordes of locusts came, young locusts beyond number. They ate up everything green in the land, destroying all the crops in their fields. Then he killed the oldest son in each Egyptian home, the pride and joy of each family. The Lord brought his people out of Egypt, loaded with silver and gold, and not one of them among the tribes of Israel even stumbled. Egypt was glad they were gone, for they feared them greatly. The Lord spread a cloud above them as a covering and gave them a great fire to light the darkness. They asked for meat and he sent them quail. He satisfied their hunger with manna, bread from heaven. He split open a rock, and water gushed out to form a river through the dry wasteland. For he remembered his sacred promise to his servant Abraham. So he brought his people out of Egypt with joy, his chosen ones with rejoicing. He gave his people the lands of pagan nations, and they harvested crops that others had planted. All this happened so that they would follow his decrees and obey his instructions. Praise the Lord. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 135. Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise him, you who serve the Lord, you who serve in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Celebrate His lovely name with music. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for Himself, Israel for His own special treasure. I know the greatness of the Lord, 
that our Lord is greater than any other God. The Lord does whatever pleases Him throughout all heaven and earth and on the seas and in their depths. He causes the clouds to rise over the whole earth. He sends the lightning with the rain and releases the winds from His storehouses. He destroyed the firstborn in each Egyptian home, both people and animals. He performed miraculous signs and wonders in Egypt against Pharaoh and all his people. He struck down great nations and slaughtered mighty kings, Sion, king of the Amorites, Og, king of Bashan, and all the kings of Canaan. He gave their land as an inheritance, a special possession to his people Israel. Your name, O Lord, endures forever. Your fame, O Lord, is known to every generation. For the Lord will give justice to his people and have compassion on his servants. The idols of the nations are merely things of gold and silver shaped by human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak and eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear and mouths but cannot breathe. And those who make idols are just like them, as are all who trust in them. O Israel, praise the Lord. O priests, descendants of Aaron, praise the Lord. O Levites, praise the Lord. All you who fear the Lord, praise the Lord. The Lord be praised from Zion, for he lives here in Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. So yesterday, I read the letter from Andrew Torbo, who is the CEO of Gab.com. That's a social media platform that is markedly different than the other well-known ones. The letter was titled, Kingdom of God's Economy. Reading this letter was very convicting because every single one of us humans gets an equal portion of time. 168 hours every single week. No more, no less. But perhaps you have noticed that some people manage to do amazing things with their portions while others struggle just to do the most basics of coping with life. How can that be? In the article, Andrew shown a spotlight on how we make choices and decisions about living. Are we living and dwelling in the city of man or in the city of God? Yes, that letter was very hard-hitting, and if we say that we want to live with God after this life is over, why, oh why, do we get all caught up in the striving of men's values instead of the things that the Lord values? Andrew points out ways We can practically be striving to live right now in the city of God and flee from the city of man. I hope that you will check out yesterday's podcast if you didn't hear it, or to head over to his blog post, and you can find that at news.gab.com backslash 2021 backslash 10 backslash 10 backslash kingdom dash of dash God dash economies. Okay, so today I want to share another word from a different source, and it's a powerful message along the same vein. This is from Oswald Chambers, and it is an ex- excerpt from his book, My Utmost for His Highest. 
Oswald Chambers. He lived over 125 years ago, and he was a Scottish pastor and teacher. He died at a relatively young age of 42. So, it's titled, Getting Into God's Stride, Enoch Walked with God, Genesis chapter 5, verse 24. The true test of a person's spiritual life and character is not what he does in the extraordinary moments of life, but what he does during the ordinary times when there is nothing tremendous or exciting happening. A person's worth is revealed in his attitude toward the ordinary things of life when he is not under the spotlight. See John 1 verses 35 through 37 and John chapter 3 verse 30. It is painful work to get in step with God and to keep pace with Him. It means getting your second wind spiritually. In learning to walk with God, there is always the difficulty of getting into His stride. But once we have done so, the only characteristic that exhibits itself is the very life of God Himself. The individual person is merged into a personal oneness with God and God's stride and His power alone are exhibited. It is difficult to get into stride with God because as soon as we start walking with Him, we find that His pace has surpassed us before we have even taken three steps. He has different ways of doing things and we have to be trained and disciplined in His ways. It is said of Jesus, He did not fail nor be discouraged, Isaiah 42 verse 4, because He never worked from His own individual standpoint, but always worked from the standpoint of His Father, and we must learn to do the same. Spiritual truth is learned through the atmosphere that surrounds us, not through intellectual reasoning. It is God's Spirit that changes the atmosphere of our way of looking at things, and then things begin to be possible, which before were impossible. Getting into God's stride means nothing less than oneness with Him. It takes a long time to get there, but keep at it. Don't give up because the pain is intense right now. Get on with it, and before long you will find that you have a new vision and a new purpose. Wow. Seriously, just wow. What an encouragement. And finally, before I close today, I want to share some exciting news. First, a question. Have you ever planted seeds for God's kingdom and been discouraged, wondering if it was all for nothing? I am so excited to share with you this brand new weekly podcast titled Hope on the Horizon. Yes, this is a once-a-week podcast that is short in length and generally is released each Thursday. The host is someone pretty special to me. She was my first experience at sharing the Lord as I was learning and really beginning my faith walk and spending time in God's Word daily. I was 19 years old and she was 10 years old. Suzanne, along with her identical twin sister Pam, were surprise late-life gifts to our parents. Other girls had baby dolls to play with. I had two live-breathing babies to love on and to nurture. 
Suzanne's testimony of Jesus' redeeming love is powerful. It is so exciting to see the Lord lead her to begin to share the messages that the Lord has for others. Because, golly, we all need to be reminded frequently that, yes, hope is on the horizon. You can check out her podcast on Spotify and on Google Podcast, as well as on the podcast home, which is www.hopeontherhorizon.me. And I encourage you to click on the blog tab to get to know her a bit better. Honestly, it is very humbling to see how the Lord has grown up those seeds that I planted all those years ago. Maranatha. Father, we thank you for your holy word as we do practically every single day. We are so blessed that you have provided a record of encouragement, of promises, of your faithfulness across the sands of time and also instruction for us today. Today we are halfway through our journey through this entire book this month in October. We have covered 75 of the 150 chapters. We are so thankful that you have recorded here in your word proof that you are indeed faithful and that you do see us and you hear us individually. It is kind of hard to fathom how you can possibly keep track of everyone, but because you are the mighty God, we know you can. We have seen that you are faithful to draw us into your presence, to shelter us from the crashing waves that desire to batter our lives. We are so grateful for your provision from the most basic of oxygen to breathe and water to drink to the most glorious being able to sit here in your presence and draw comfort, strength, and wisdom from you. We know that We often make poor choices, and we ask you to forgive us for placing other interests in your place of honor and devotion. Humbly, we ask that you will lead and that you will guide us through this day. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. So our prayers. Personally, I'm so encouraged when I see how the Lord is working in other people's lives and how we keep praying day by day and the Lord is meeting prayer needs. And if He's going to do it for these people who allow themselves to be put out here to be prayed for, golly goodness, He's going to do it for us as well. So first, an update on Miss Mia, my mom's feline companion. She seems, oh Lord, thank you, to be rebounding to her former feisty self. Yes, she does have some additional vet visits in the future, but my mom, my sisters, and I are absolutely thrilled that Mia is back to bringing shenanigans and laughter into my mom's daily life. Next, my mom, Judy, who has some challenging health situations of late, that the Lord will strengthen her and provide answers in His timing And in the meantime, that he would help her to manage the pain levels so she will be able to continue to serve those in her community. Next up is Brittany and the Chapman family. 
that they would have continued grace and mercy as they continued to acclimate to living in the deep south instead of on a tropical island, that the Lord will provide much-needed answers for the situation about their house in Maui, which isn't a bit of a political quandary, but God is greater than politics and man's strivings, and specific provision for the Chapman's eight-year-old daughter, Audrey, that he will draw her close as he leads her to build new relationships, new friendships, while being able to connect meaningfully with her lifetime friends that she left in Maui. Let's also continue to pray for TC in Missouri on how the Lord desires her to walk as she struggles with disappointment and the loss of trust in her fiancé. TC is seeking God's will about her future. Next up is Dan's mom, Carol, who still is not doing well, and the plans for her future are actually very unclear as the medical team has said she needs someone to live with her or she needs to be placed in an assisted living. Dan also requests prayers for himself and his sibling as they try to navigate providing for mom. Continued prayers for Laura's health journey. Laura and her husband live in Japan and her health journey as she works with new doctors to find answers for the frustration of vertigo and this continued chronic pain that Laura's husband will continue to draw closer to the only true God, and he will witness and experience the powerful presence and the hand of the living God working on their behalf, that this young man would be transformed and will choose Christ as his Lord and Savior. Continue prayers for Josh, that he would be fully restored, his sense of taste and his sense of smell, as he is a chef, and those are two skills, two God-given gifts that are absolutely critical for someone who is a chef, and that the Lord is even now making a way for his wife, Bam, and their children to be able to join Josh here in the United States, and that the doorways will open for their visas. And last but not least is Stella and Ralph, that the Lord will be providing all that they need, Ralph, for his pain management and for strength and determination to do what is necessary to get stronger, as well as for Stella, the people to come alongside her, to encourage her and to provide for her needs. It is such a privilege to share prayer needs that others have with those around the world. And yes, God does answer prayers. This is not just something that we do. It's something that we rejoice in because we see God's faithfulness. If you desire to connect with PsalmsCast, to share your thoughts, to ask questions, to ask us to put you on the prayer list, or to request a Bible, our email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. If you prefer to call or text, in the United States, the number is 470-240- one five zero nine. If you use WhatsApp, the number is slightly different. It's one four seven zero two four zero one five zero nine. 
That one at the beginning is absolutely critical because it designates that number is going to the United States. You can also make a connection through social media. Psalmscast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.